0: Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today, it is Wednesday, December 9th, and I'm going to be uh, recapping all the NFL games this week. Uh, sorry, I'm putting out this a little late. Uh, again, just like last week, due to schedule changes in the NFL, felt that we had to have another Tuesday game. Hopefully, this is the last Tuesday game we have to have. But you never know. No, teams don't have bye weeks anymore. So, I wouldn't be surprised. There's four weeks? Four weeks left? Is that... Yeah, there's four weeks of football left. So, that could be a possibility. You you never know. So we'll have, we'll have to see how that goes. Take it one day at a time. Because that's all we can do. So. But yeah, I'm going to be recapping all the games. And I'm going to give you, you guys my uh, top 25 predictions. I mean, not top 25 predictions. Or my, uh, my uh, power rankings uh, for this game. Game And then I'm going to look a little bit into the playoff picture. Talk about some of the playoff scenarios going into next week. What teams can clinch it. What teams could potentially be eliminated. And so on. So let's get to it. So the first game I'm going to uh, recap is the New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons game. Game uh, New Orleans won the game uh, 21-16. to Team, they had a a big first half, and then second half, there wasn't a whole lot of scoring. Each team had a touchdown. Taysom Hill, he was 27-37, had 232 yards, two touchdowns, was sacked twice. Twice, not bad. Pretty solid. He actually got a passing touchdown, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's his First passing touchdown of his career. Is that let me see if I can find that. Yes, that was his first passing first two passing touchdowns of his career. He has thrown passes before, but but only for like two one or two plays during a game. So, but he never had a full-on touchdown, or at least a passing touchdown. So. Matt Ryan, he had a rough game, 19-39, 273 yards, one touchdown, but and was sacked three times. Alvin Kamara had 15 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. Taysom Hill, 14 carries for 83 yards. Edo Smith was the lean rusher for the Falcons with eight carries for 36 yards. Calvin Ridley, pretty good day, five receptions for 108 yards. Julio Jones, six receptions for 94 yards. Leading receiver for the Saints was Michael Thomas with nine receptions for 105 yards. Uh, Saints fumbled the ball three times, lost one of them. Falcons fumbled the ball once and lost it. Saints land tackler was DeMario Davis with nine tackles and two tackles for loss. Falcons land tackler was uh, Fossade Olakun with 13 tackles. Uh, Steven Means had... 3 tackles, 2 sacks and 2 tackles for loss and 2 quarterback hits. Uh and that that was about it. Falcons Saints move on to 10 and 2. Falcons fall to 4 and 8. And the Saints I believe with that win uh clinched the playoff spot or clinched the it was either clinched the okay. All right, no, I think they clinched the playoff spot. I'll have to double check on that later. Later, next game we had the uh, Detroit Lions taking on the Chicago Bears. Detroit won the game thirty-four to thirty. They're. Uh, First first game without Matt Patricia, and they actually didn't disappoint. I don't know, know why this is the trend, but it seems like whenever a coach gets fired, the team wins. I don't know. Maybe teams should start firing coaches every week. <laughs> that's, just, that's just seems to be the trend. Same, same thing happened to the Falcons same thing happened to the lions uh, i believe the same thing happened to the texans every team it seems like that fired a coach already won the next week so matthew stafford 27 to 42 had 400 yards three touchdowns and one interception Mitch trubisky 26 to 34 267 yards and one touchdown was sacked twice David Montgomery, solid day, 17 carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns. Adrian Peterson, solid day, 16 carries for 57 yards and two touchdowns. Marvin Jones, pretty good day, eight receptions, 116 yards and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, seven receptions for 84 yards. Allen Robinson had six receptions for 75 yards for the Bears. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Land tackler for the Bears was Roquan Smith, won nine tackles. Lane tackler for the Falcons. I mean, not Falcons. For the Lions was Jamie Collins with 10 tackles and one half tackles for loss. Lane tackler. Uh, Bilal Nichols had an interception for the Bears. And the Bears fall to 5-7. and seven. They are on a six-game losing streak, I believe. 1, 2, 3, four, Four, five, six. Yeah, Six-game losing streak. Matt Nagy, he, he's probably going to be fired. The Bears' defense, surprisingly, as the past couple weeks, has not done well. I know the offense has been struggling for most of the year, but the defense has, been, has not been doing too well the past two weeks. 41 to Green Bay. Bay, 34 to the Lions. The past couple of weeks have not been doing too hot, and the Bears got thirty points, which is a lot for their offense. Anything over twenty is is a lot for them, pretty much. But but their defense left thirty four points, and that lost them the game. So so yeah, Lions. I I I believe they still have a mathematical chance of making it, but same with the Bears, but it's not likely either of them make it. They they would need a lot of crazy things to happen. Moving on, we have the hold on one second, one second. For some reason, it's. Okay. Okay. There we go. For some reason, it was showing that all the games were still in progress. For some reason, I don't know what happened. Well, we had the uh, Cleveland Browns taking on the Tennessee Titans. Browns. I'm gonna give you guys some credit. I I, I admit, I'll admit, I wasn't. I didn't believe in this team. I thought they were overrated, but this week, yeah, they proved me wrong. They won the game forty-one to thirty-five. They had a big first half put up 38 points which is crazy and then second half only got a field goal didn't didn't do a whole lot lot but it looks like they were trying to waste the clock tight though they need to do a little bit better because the titans came close let me see did they i didn't i watched most of the game except for like the last six minutes Okay, so they scored a touchdown with 28 seconds left. And then they didn't get the onside. And then they had a touchdown before, so they must have so they must have recovered the onside or called timeout or something. But Titans came close to coming back, so that good win for the B- Browns and that's all that matters is the win. But Uh, I think in the second half, they were trying to waste the clock. And and they almost blew it in the end. Defense needs to play a little bit better, especially in the second half. Can't Making it a little too close for comfort. All they had to do was recover the onside kick, but they didn't. Oh, dear. That, That would have been a big blow for the Browns. Baker Mayfield. I'm gonna give him some credit. Had a very solid day, 25 of 33 for 334 yards and four touchdowns. I thought he was just a game manager, not even a game manager. All the, I thought the Browns would just run the ball the whole game. That's at what everybody predicted. Actually, this would be a game with like 500 rushing yards between the two teams. Teams, but no, it was a passing attack. Titans. They were forced to pass the ball when they got down by 28 points, 38 points at one point. So so Derrick Henry only had 15 carries for the day for 60 yards. Ryan Tannehill was 29-45, 389 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, three sacks, not pretty solid day. Baker Mayfield, I already, I already talked about. Nick Chubb, 18 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt didn't do a whole lot. Only 118 rushing yards for them. Richard Higgins, six receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown. Jarvis Landry, eight receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown. Corey Davis, I had him on my fancy team and he balled out. 11 receptions for 182 yards and a touchdown. Down. A.J. Brown fumbled the ball twice. Brown, Titans fumbled the ball four times. Lost two of them. Browns fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Lane tackler for the Titans was Malcolm Butler with eight tackles. Lane tackler for the Browns was Andrews Sendejo with eight tackles. MJ Stewart had an interception for Junior had an interception for the Bears. I mean not the Bears, the Browns. Cody Parkey was perfect for the day. Browns moved to nine and three. Titans fall to eight and four. It's going to be a close one to see who wins the AFC South. Browns, uh, they, they're trying to push for the playoffs. They, there's a very small chance they could win the AFC North. Let me see. Do they play the Steelers? Again. Oh, they played the Steelers the last week. So if the Steelers lose, okay, so it's the Browns. They have the Ravens. That could be a tough one. Giants and Jets. And then the Steelers. They they probably need to win out. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see if they can do that. But Browns, if they can improve their defense, they can be a scary team. team I'll just say that. And obviously in the first half, they played good defense. Second half, let them crawl back. But yeah, the next game we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Miami Dolphins. Miami won the game nineteen to seven. Tua Tagovailoa returned as a starter this week, week, and he had a pretty pretty solid day as a rookie. Twenty six of thirty nine, two hundred ninety six yards, one touchdown. Didn't need to do a whole lot. That's it's still pretty solid numbers. Brennan out. Al- the Bengals had three different people throw a pass. They had Brandon Allen. He was eleven of nineteen, had one hundred fifty-three yards, one touchdown, one interception, Both sacked five times. The offensive line is brutal. Literally, they should. They're gonna need to use honestly. If I'm the Bengals, use every draft pick on offensive linemen. At least some, at least like two of them have to work out. Uh. Ryan Finley was six seven, through one interception, was sacked one time. Giovanni Bernard didn't do a whole lot. Miles Gaskin pretty solid day, twenty one carries for ninety yards. Mike Gasecki nine receptions for eighty eight yards and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd had one reception for seventy two yards and a touchdown for the Bengals. Miami fumbled the ball twice, lost one one lost the ball one time. The tackler was Kyle Van Noy with eight tackles, three sacks, five tackles for loss. Pass deflection and three quarterback hits. Solid day for him. Shaq Lawson had two sacks, two and a half tackles for loss, and two quarterback hits. They sacked the Bengals six times. Leading tackler for the Bengals was Jesse Bates the third with thirteen tackles. Uh, Xavier Howard and Nick Needham both had a interception for the Bengals. I mean for the Dolphins. Uh, Randy Bullock missed a kick. And Dolphins move to eight and four one game behind the uh Dol- behind the bills next week they play the chiefs i believe is that is that correct yes they play the chiefs bills play the Steelers probably a good thing both teams are playing a tough team at the same time time it's uh really it's going to come down to uh it it could come down to the Bills and Patriots game, because if the Bills beat the Patriots, so if the Bills are at least one game ahead of the Dolphins by, by the last week, the Bills win the, win the uh, division no matter what, because even if they lose lose to the Dolphins, they would be 5-1, and one. Dolphins already have two losses in the uh, division, so the Bills would get the tiebreaker. And would win the uh, division no matter what. So if, if Buffalo could can somehow beat the Steelers next week, that, that would be huge. Huge. Uh, so moving on, we have uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Jaguars, they're 1-11. They're not winning games. But I got to give them a little bit of credit. They've been having close games especially for their last five games have been decided by one possession. Texans lost by two points. Packers lost by four points. Steelers got blown out. Browns, two points. Vikings, three points in overtime. They're being competitive. And that's what I like to see. They've been eliminated from the playoffs. They could easily start taking, but no. Personally, I'm not a person of a coach. Well, if I was a coach, I would not uh try to tank. I would try to win any game possible. Cause what what's how do you develop a team if you're just gonna lose games? Like that's just my opinion. If you lose sixteen games, but you're trying your best then that's fine. But if you're losing 16 games or 15 games or 14 games, whatever, and you're not even trying to – you just want to get the game over with, then just I don't know what to say. But Jaguars, they've been giving some fight. Give them, give them a good fight, and that's, that's what I love, love to see. Mike Lennon was 28 of 42, had 280 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and was sacked tw- twice. Kirk Cousins, 28 of 43, had 305 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and was sacked four times. Dalvin Cook had third- 32 carries for 120 yards. James Robinson, 18 carries for 78 yards and a touchdown. Their Jaguars' leading receiver was Colin Johnson. The rookie from Texas, was he a rookie or was Yeah, he was a rookie from Texas. uh, He had four receptions for 66 yards. Lean receiver for the Vikings has been Justin Jefferson. Nine receptions for 121 yards and one touchdown. He's been having a great rookie year. Honestly, he might be in the conversation. I think, personally, I would go with Justin Herbert. We'll see how these last four weeks go. But Justin Jefferson, I would say runner-up. Runner-up right behind him for uh, Rookie of the Year, or at least Offensive Rookie of the Year. Adam Thielen had eight receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. Down Vikings fumbled the ball twice, lost the ball one time. Jaguars fumbled the ball twice and lost both of them. Joe Shover was the lane tackler for the Jaguars. 12 tackles, one sack, and one and a, one and a half tackles for loss. two Two pass deflections. Leading tackler for the Vikings was Eric Wilson and Todd Davis, both with eleven tackles. Eric had one pass deflection. Uh DeWan Smoot had four tackles, two sacks, two pass, or two tackles for loss, and three, three quarterback hits. Joe Sherbert had a pick six in this game. Harrison Smith had an interception, and Cameron Dantzler. Another Mississippi State alumni had a interception as well. He also had a fumble recovery, if I remember right, too. Didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did have a fumble recovery. And the Vikings move on to six and six. They started the season off with going zero and three. Started the season off one and five. And they've been having a great second half of the season, pretty much. They've won uh, five of their last six games, six and six right now. Have a chance to uh, go to the playoffs. They have two tough teams on their schedule. They have the Saints and Buccaneers coming up. Those are going to be some tough games. Bears and Lions, I think, are beatable. But in the NFL, again, you never know. So. So, it's possible for the Vikings to make it. But obviously, they're gonna to need to beat some teams. If they went three and one, nine seven, would would that be enough? I'll I'll have to look at that later. I'll pull it up a little bit later. What the playoff standings and everything are looking like. But moving on, we have the 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 oak i mean Las Vegas Raiders taking on the New York Jets Raiders won the game 31 to 28 their offense has been pretty solid defense though did not play well in this game and they should have lost the Greg Williams I'm sorry I don't know how you're a defense coordinator anymore and you were just fired. And I'm just saying, on a Hail Mary, I know there was 15 seconds left, so they technically had, like, two plays left. Or it was, like, 14 seconds. So they had more, like, two plays left. So maybe he wanted to try to get a sack. But in a Hail Mary situation, drop everybody back. Don't blitz eight. That's – you're trying to get – I know you're trying to get – I know he's it. A defense corner that likes to get pressure on the quarterback. And I I totally understand that. But on a Hail Mary situation, you don't need to send eight guys. If you're trying to get pressure, I'm fine with that. You can send four guys, maybe five guys, but five is the max. Five is the max. I, I probably wouldn't. I would send maybe four at most. Most, but no, you, sh- you shouldn't be sending eight people. And Henry Ruggs, and the thing is, one of their cornerbacks, and if you're going to send eight, at least have everybody like drop back like 20 yards back or something like that. Did the Raiders even have a timeout at that time? Hold on. Let me let me let me pull up the play. I want to see did they I uh, I saw the highlights, but did they even have a timeout? If they had a timeout, like just drop guys back. Let me see. Okay. Did Okay. Let me see. Did the Raiders even have a timeout? Raiders did not even have a timeout. So, okay, let's see. Uh, before the play started, you have a guy about one, two, three, four, five, six, about eight yards off the guy. Have him like 20 yards, even 20, like 10, like 15 yards off him. Okay. If you're going to do that, don't like if you, at least if he, if they catch it, you can tackle him and, and that like, don't have drop the, there's no reason for him doing that. And if you, and it, since he did, I don't know, but you should have had your DBs or corners or safety all the way Back like fifteen yards yards because if you 're sending eight, he should be getting hits immediately, so if you guys have somebody back, you could easily have someone to make a play on the ball, not get burnt or anything, and get burnt deep, you let up a post or something you have you should have guys back to get a make tackle and that's probably would have been the last play of the game. Depending if they got out of bounds, I don't know. But the thing is we shouldn't even be talking about this. That that Some people think the Jets were trying to tank on purpose. I don't I don't think it was necessarily tanking on purpose. S- purpose, but cuz if it was, why would they fire Greg Williams? But that was just a bad decision. Like, uh, yeah. Derek Carr, he was 28 47, had 381 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, was sacked twice. Sam Darnold, 14 23, had 186 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, was sacked three times. Devontae Booker had 16 carries for 50 yards. Josh Jacobs was out for this game. Ty Johnson had. 22 carries for 104 yards and one touchdown. Frank Gore only got one carry, and he's the leading rusher. I have no idea. What's wrong? Did he get hurt or something? I have no idea. Darren Waller, 13. he, He was going off against the Jets. 13 receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Henry Ruggs, three receptions for 84 yards and a touchdown on that last play. Pretty much. James crow's is the leading receiver for the Jets. Five receptions for 47 yards and two touchdowns. Jets fumbled the ball twice, both by Sam Darnold. The Raiders fumbled the ball twice, lost one of them. Jeff Heath was the leading tackler for the Raiders with eight tackles. Clint Farrell had six tackles, two sacks, two sacks, two tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and three quarterback hits. The leading tackler for the Jets was... Neville Hewitt. Neville Hewitt. Uh he had twelve tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, and a quarterback hit. Uh Arthur Mullet had a interception and Tr- Trayvon Mullen also had an interception. Raiders move on to seven and five. Good thing they won the game because their playoff hopes would have dipped went down would have gone down to some one person has said like six percent chance of them making it. I think they're at a forty something forty eight some forty eight or something They still have a a long road to go, but it it would have been a lot harder, so if you're a Raiders fan, you're happy, but and Jets fans were happy because they they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence. I totally understand that, but and they they probably do need him. However, I I think the Jets need a lot more help than just a quarterback. Sam Darnold he has not been the most the best, most productive quarterback, but he also hasn't had the most help and that's been part of the part of the problem, I think. But yeah. Um next game uh we had the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Houston Texans. Colts won the game twenty-six to twenty. Texans, they had a, a big uh first half, scored twenty points. The Colts had uh twenty-four points. Second half, all only points scored was a safety for the Colts. Phillip Rivers was twenty-seven to thirty-five, had two hundred eighty-five yards, two two touchdowns, was sacked three times. Deshaun Watson, twenty-six to eight thirty-eight. Had 341 yards and one interception. And was sacked five times. David Johnson, 10 carries for 44 yards and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, 13 carries for 91 yards. T.Y. Hilton had a big day. Eight receptions, 110 yards and a touchdown. Kiki Kute had eight receptions for 141 yards. And Chad Hansen. Well, let me see. Who's this Chad Hansen guy? It was, it was a fourth-round pick for the Jets. In 2017, from Cal, he had five receptions for 101 yards. Sean Watson fumbled the ball twice, lost one of them. Tyrell Adams was the early in tackler with 12 tackles. Anthony Walker, 11 tackles, half a tackle for loss, a pass deflection. Kenny Moore, eight tackles, three pass deflections. Justin Houston, big day for... For him, four tackles, three sacks, three tackles for loss. And three quarterback hits. DeForest Buckner, four tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and three quarterback hits. Justin Houston, how old is he now? 31? I thought he was a lot older than that. He was picked in the third round by Casey in 2011 really seems like he's been playing a lot longer than that seven and a half sacks this year, okay, so he's been a, pretty productive, which is eleventh in the n f l so uh j watt had six tackles one sack four tackles for loss. and the Colts move on to 8 and 4 trying to win the AFC South. Texans fall to 4 and 8. They I don't think they are I don't think they're officially eliminated yet, but there's a good chance they well they they need crazy stuff, a bunch of crazy stuff to happen. They to have a chance, I think. They they need to win out probably not likely but you never know Seen crazy things happen in the nfl before next game we have the la rams traveling to uh arizona to take on the cardinals la won the game 38 to 28 jared goff 37 of he was 37 of 47 had 351 yards one touchdown was sacked one time kyler murray solid solid day 21 carries or 21 it was 21 out of 39, had 173 yards. Three touchdowns, both sacked one time. Kenyon Drake had an all right day. 10 carries for 49 yards and a touchdown. Cam Akers, 21 carries for 72 yards and a touchdown. Robert Woods had 10 receptions for 85 yards. Dan Arnold. Let's see, who who's this Dan Arnold guy? He was a... He was an undrafted tight end from University of Washington, UW, Plattsville, Playville. I have not heard of – I haven't heard of this this player before, 6'6", 220. He had a solid day. DeAndre Hopkins, in the first half, he was, he was a little slow going against Jalen Ramsey, But in the second half, he picked it up. Eight receptions for 52 yards and a touchdown. Down. Kyler Murray had two fumbles, lost one of them. And the Rams fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Lean tackler for the Cardinals was Buda Baker with 12 tackles, one tackle for loss. Lean tackler for the Rams was uh, Troy Reader with 10 tackles. Troy Hill had a pick six in this game. And the Rams... Moved the eight and four. Cardinals fall to six and six. It's going making it a lot harder for them to make the playoffs. So we'll have to see. Next game we have the the New York Giants traveling to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. The Giants were without Daniel Jones. They had to start Colt McCoy, and somehow pulled the game, pulled it off, won the game. Seventeen to twelve. Cole McCoy, he, he was. He didn't do a whole lot. He was thirteen to twenty-two. Had a hundred and five yards, one touchdown, one interception, was sacked twice. Sounds like, they. It was pretty much just throw it underneath. Don't throw any, any anything risky. Russell Wilson. He had a rough day. He was. 27 to 43 had 263 yards, one touchdown, one interception, was sacked 5 times. The offensive line has not helped them a lot this year. Chris Carson 13 carries for 65 yards. The the talk for the Giants was their rushing game and running running game in this game. Wayne Gallman had 16 carries for 135 yards. Alfred Morris, 8 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. They had a total of 190 yards the whole game. Lean receiver for the Giants was Evan Ingram with four receptions for 32 yards. Lean receiver for the Seattle was D.K. Metcalf with five receptions for 80 yards. Russell Wilson fumbled the ball one time and lost it. Or Seahawks fumbled the ball three times, only lost it one time. Jamal Adams and Jordan Brooks were the lane tacklers for the Seahawks. Jamal Adams had a sack and a tackle for loss. They just like to use them in the box. Box and honestly, I think that's in a way I kind of like that. That I think he is more of a a box a box player, kind of like a linebacker, but not a true linebacker. Linebacker, he can make tackles. and he, he can. All over the field, but he, personally, I don't think he's the best in coverage. Coverage, and that's, that's my just my opinion. And then the op, Pete Carroll, obviously, doesn't want to use him a whole lot in coverage. Uh, Blake Martinez, he had 10 tackles, one tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. Uh, Leonard Williams had three tackles. Two and a half sacks, two and a half tackles for loss, and five hits on the quarterback. He was being a force. Quandre Diggs had an interception. Danny Holmes had an interception for the Giants. Giants moved to five and seven. Still in the lead in the NFC East, I believe. Seahawks followed at eight and four. Still have the lead, I, I think. Or it might be with the Rams. I, I'm going to have to double check on that. But I think they're still in solid position to make the playoffs. But. We'll have to see. Next game, we had the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Packers won the game thirty to sixteen. Carson Wentz had a rough game. He was six of fifteen, had seventy nine yards, was sacked four times, and then they benched him for Jalen Hurts. He was five of twelve, had one hundred nine yards, one touchdown, one interception, was sacked three times. Mm, Not the best. I thought he had two touchdowns. I guess not. 5 of 12, 109 yards. Not the best. I did see that one touchdown pass, which was very nice for him. Uh, He is... As of right now, uh, he is he is going to be the starter for the Eagles going into next week. So that's going to be interesting. T- who th- who they play? I'm just I'm ca- I'm curious who the Eagles play. They play the Saints. That's that could be a tough one. For Jalen Hurts in his first start. Eagles, they are one and a half games out of the playoff race right now. They need to do something quick because if they lose next week, I would say it's almost over for them. So, Aaron Rodgers, solid day, 25-34, had 295 yards and three touchdowns, was sacked twice. Aaron Jones, 15 carries for 130 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams, big day, 10 receptions, 121 yards and two touchdowns. Dallas Scotter was the leading receiver for the Eagles with five receptions for six, six yards. Both teams fumbled it one time. but. Lane tackler for the Packers was uh, Christian Kirksey with seven tackles. Zadarius Smith, and Rashawn Gary have one-and-a-half sacks and and one-and-a-half tackles for loss and two quarterback hits. Uh, Kingsley Kiki had two sacks and two tackles for loss for Green Bay. They had seven sacks on the quarterback in that game. Alex Singleton was the lane tackler for the Eagles with 12 tackles. Uh, Darnell Savage had an interception for the Packers. Packers move on to 9-3. and three. Eagles fall at 3-8-1. and one. Packers, I'm I'm pretty sure have with one more win, we'll clinch the... or no. No, I forgot they have the Vikings who are three games behind. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, next game, we, we have the uh, New England Patriots taking on the LA Chargers. Now this is what, what is interesting. You look at the Patriots, they didn't do a whole lot on of offense. Offense. Or when you look at stats, you don't see a whole lot. And you're like, how did they put up 45 points on the Chargers? Char- Patriots won the game 45 nothing. Patriots are not giving up. They're trying to get... Put, find a way to get into the playoffs. Still have a a tough road, but I think it is doable for them, and which is scary. You don't want Bill Belichick in the playoffs. I'm just saying that. I don't care who's the quarterback. Cam Noon, he hasn't been doing well. But still, you don't want you don't want him in the playoffs. Cam Noon, 12 of 19, had 69 yards, one pass and touchdown, and was sacked one time. And then they brought in Jared Stidham. He was 2 of 3, had 61 yards, and threw a touchdown. Leading rusher was K- Damian Harris with 16 carries for 80 yards. Cam Newton had two rushing touchdowns as well. Justin Herbert probably had his worst day day as a quarterback. He was 26 of 53, had 209 yards, and two interceptions was sacked three times. They couldn't get the rushing running game going. Austin Eckler only had eight carries for 36 yards. Mike Williams had five receptions for 48 yards. Leon Tackler for or lean receiver for the Patriots was Gunner Olze Ozz- He had one reception for 38 yards and a touchdown. Patriots fumbled the ball tw- twice, did not lose it. Adrian Phillips had 12 tackles and a pass deflection in this game. Leon Tackler for the Chargers was the rookie from Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray, with 14 tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, and a quarterback hit. Hit Joey Bosa to not do a whole lot in this game. JC Jackson and Chase Winovich had a interception for the Patriots. Uh Gunner also had a punt return for a touchdown. And they, I believe, they took two fumbles back for a touchdown. I could be wrong about that, but that's what I think happened. Michael Bagley, he had a rough day. Was O of two for the day. Patriots move on six and six. Chargers move three and nine, and we're officially eliminated from the playoffs. Just. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Anthony Lynn might be on the chopping block. We'll have to see. See, Justin Herbert, though, I, he had a rough game, but he is a rookie. Still learning. And... But I, th- I think the future is bright for him. And they still need a lot of help, but they are improving. So... Or, or not they're not improving. They they have a bright future. Next game we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I was expecting a blowout in this game. And I gotta give the Broncos credit. They did a solid job kind of slowing down the Chiefs. Twenty two points for the Chiefs is not a lot. Like what? Let me see. What's the lowest amount of points the Chiefs have s- scored this year? Twenty two. Yeah, this is the lowest. Lowest before that it was twenty three against the Chargers. But they have uh, Drew Lock. Yeah, he struggled in this game. It was fifteen to twenty eight. Had 151 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Mahomes, 25 of 40, 318 yards, and one touchdown. Le'Veon Bell was the leading rusher, 11 carries for 40 yards. Uh, Lean tackler for the Chiefs was Tyron Matthew. He had seven tackles, one tackle for loss and two pass deflections. And Anthony Hitchens also had seven tackles in this game. Tyron Matthew also had two picks. The Honey Badger getting picks. That's what he does. He's a ball hawk. Kareem Jackson had 10 tackles, one pass deflection in this game. And Broncos followed 4-8. and eight. I don't... I think, theoretically, they still have it. Or, ma- not theoretically, mathematically, still have a chance at the playoffs, but it's not likely. Chiefs, uh, I believe they officially locked up a spot. Or they at least won the AFC South. Or or west. Uh, next game, game we have another uh, another upset. We had the Washington football team traveling to Pittsburgh on a on a Monday to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Washington won the game 23 to 17. 17. Alex Smith did just enough to won this game. He was thirty one and forty six. Had two hundred ninety six yards. One touchdown. Was sacked three times. He's been getting sacked a lot. And I saw a picture of his, one of his legs. It it was bleeding like crazy. He Alex Smith. He's a, He might have never been the best quarterback, but he's a tough one, and that's that's what I respect about him. Tough quarterback. He didn't have to come back. After that gruesome injury, he he wanted to, still played. He even got sacked five times in his first game back. But he—he he, this Washington football team offensive line needs a lot of help. But he's, he's been fighting through it. And might find a way to lead this team to the playoffs. They are, I believe they're right behind the Giants right now. Now due to a tiebreaker, but... But let me see. Do they play each other again? Uh, No, they don't. Oh, they lost to the Giants both times. So they need to finish with a better record, I believe, than the Giants. Let's see. They have two. They won against the Eagles. So they won against... One against the Eagles, one against the Cowboys. So they're two and two right now. Or wait no, they are three and two, three and two in division play. I don't know what the Giants are, but I, I think head to head goes before division record. So so that I think that would mean uh, Washington needs to uh finish with a better record otherwise they lose so we'll we'll see if Alex Smith can get it done gonna need a little bit of help from other teams but we'll we'll see what they can do Peyton Barber he had 14 carries for 23 yards and a touchdown Anthony McFarland was the lean re- rusher for the Steelers Big Ben was 13 and 53 had 305 yards two touchdowns but one interception lean receiver was James Washington with two receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown Deontay Johnson, 8 receptions for 71 yards and a touchdown. Logan Thomas had a big day, 9 receptions for 98 yards and a touchdown. Terry McLaurin was, was getting shut down for the whole game. Steelers fumbled the ball twice, did not lose it. Football team fumbled it one time and lost it. Uh, Leon Tackler for the Steelers was Avery Williamson with 9 tackles 1 tackle for loss. Tackler for the football team was John Bostick with 10 tackles. And the Steelers had their first loss of the year. Football team goes to 5 and 7. Uh, next game, we have the Buffalo Bills traveling to Arizona to take on the 49ers. 49ers had to move to Arizona due to uh, the Santa Clara. Uh, t- lockdown or something something where where they're not allowing uh, contact sports for like a month, I think. Something like that. So the 49ers had to play their games in Arizona. Josh Allen, he was 32 of 40, had 375 yards and four touchdowns, was sacked one time in this game. Nick Mullins, 26 of 39, had 316 yards, three touchdowns with two interceptions. Since a lot of people were hating on Nick Mullins for this game, like, yeah, two interceptions hurt. But, say I think he did a solid job. 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 Uh, their running game is what what they're known for. They could not get that going. Going, they only had 86 yards the whole game. Game. Lane rusher was Jeff Wilson with seven carries for 47 yards. Lane rusher for the Bills was uh, seven, Devin Singletary with 18 carries for 61 yards. Uh, Cole Beasley had a big day. He was destroying the 49ers defense. Nine receptions, 130 yards, and one touchdown. Stephon Diggs, 10 receptions for 92 yards. Yards. Brandon Ayuk was the leading receiver for the Steelers, not Steelers. For 49ers, had five receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown. Josh Allen fumbled the ball twice. He He didn't fumble the ball twice. Unless... Unless the... Okay, he fumbled the ball one time. The other one, that was... I guess they're counting against Josh Allen. I I think that was more on a... On a... On a... a Zach Moss. Moss. Then again, uh, he was not eight... Josh Allen was handing it off to him, and Zach Moss just lost it. I, right. In the end, doesn't matter. We lost the ball, and we don't need fumbles like that no matter who it's on. So, yeah, just need to uh, get that down, get that padding down. I don't know if it was supposed to be an option. That's why he wasn't expecting the ball or if he just lost it. I don't know. They were backed up on the goal line. Micah Hyde had 12 tackles, one pass deflection in this game. Jason Verrett was the leading tackler for the 49ers with 11 tackles. Micah Hyde and Tredavious White both had a interception in this game. Bills move on to 9-3. 49ers followed 5-7. That really took a hit on their playoff hopes. Uh, this team, they're, they're pretty competitive They And... And they just have a bunch of injuries right now, That and that's been really hurting them. So. so, yeah. Yeah. And the last game we have to recap on Football Talk Friday is the Cowboys and Ravens game. Uh, Ravens won the game. Game yesterday, 34 17. Parents controlled them the whole way. Wait, Lamar Jackson didn't have the best game through the air. 12 17 for 170 yards. Two touchdowns to throw a pick. Did have 94 yards on the ground, though, and another rushing touchdown. J.K. Dobbins had a pretty good day. 11 carries for 71 yards. Gus Edwards, 7 carries for 101 yards. Yards, Cowboys, Andy Dalton, 31-48, and 285 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Michael Gallup was the lean receiver with seven receptions for 86 yards. Zeke only had 77 yards. And the Ravens go to 7-5, and five, try to keep their playoff hopes alive. Cowboys fall 3-9. We need a miracle to make the playoffs. Want to thank you guys for listening to Football Talk Freddy. Really appreciate the support. I'll be back on Wednesday to post my uh college predictions and then Thursday we'll be posting my NFL predictions for the week. Hope you guys enjoy your enjoy your week. Stay safe and Hail State and go Bills.